Today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. This afternoon, Donald Trump will announce whether or not the U.S. intends to maintain its commitment to the Paris Agreement on the Environment. To talk more about all of this, David Runnels is with us, Senior Fellow, Center for International Governance Innovation, and on the line with us now. Hello, David. How are you today? I'm fine, thanks. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you for taking the time to join us. Uh, We greatly appreciate this. Uh, I guess this is typical Donald Trump. We're all sitting on the way on the edge of our seat waiting to see whether he approves or disapproves of something. Any indication at this point uh, which which way he will fall? Well, it looks, I mean, he's been building it up that he's going to pull the U.S. out. But, uh, you know, I read the Court of the New York Times this morning. There's an unholy row going on in the administration now between people like Tillerson, the Secretary of State, and Ivanka, and the more conservative crowd of, um, that, that are in the White House. So, you know, it's Trump. God knows. You know, five minutes before, he still probably doesn't know what he's going to announce. Uh, the fact that he is uh, has been threatening to pull out, that he, uh, of course, uh, raises the rhetoric in the states and the stakes with such uh, such dialogue, does that indicate perhaps that they're not going to pull out? I mean, this sort of reminds me of the NAFTA thing. We're going to kill it. We're going to kill it. Oh, no, I got a phone call from the leaders. Everything's fine. We're just going to work it out. Well, he's certainly getting a lot of phone calls at the moment. This has riled up quite a lot of American business. I mean, not just Apple and um, and uh, and Tesla and people like that, but Walmart and ExxonMobil and a bunch of others. Uh, It's clear that a lot of business leaders have called the White House and said this is a bad idea. It's going to affect our competitiveness. We have to operate in all these countries that are subject to the Paris Agreement. We'll be punished by trade sanctions, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And it's quite clear that the U.S. is actually reducing its CO2 emissions on on a fairly regular basis simply because they're stopping burning coal to generate electricity. Uh, that being said, Donald said that uh, he's going to put the coal miners back to work. Which is bull. I mean, they, there isn't one single um, CEO of an electricity company in the United States that has said that as a result of what Trump's done to liberalize coal, that they will build another coal-fired power plant. This is a dying industry that's clearly going to die quick and a horrible death because nobody wants to buy coal anymore. China doesn't want to buy coal anymore. The U.S. power producers don't want to buy coal anymore, and the Europeans don't want to buy coal anymore. And I think this is a um, this is a disillusionment of the people that voted for him. Uh, he's promised them jobs in the mining industry again, mining coal, and they're not going to be there. The industry's been left behind by changes in the economy. How long before everyone realizes that? How long before he realizes that? Well, it's an interesting question. It's not going to be very long because uh, over the last five years, five of the largest U.S. coal companies have gone into Chapter 11 bankruptcy, uh, and there, you know, and, and there are there are coal-fired power plants shutting down sort of regularly in the U.S. and replaced either by uh, natural gas, which Trump is always also favoring, sort of kills off the coal industry. And by renewables, price of solar solar cells has dropped by 90% in the last 20 years. Uh, they now reckon that within about five years, the cheapest way to generate electricity will be either solar or wind. It'll be cheaper than natural gas and way cheaper than coal. Uh, so what happened to the whole clean coal argument? Well, it's expensive. Uh, if you want to make clean coal, it's a, it's, I mean, 
coal at the moment is already expensive. Uh, if you want to make so-called clean coal, it's going to raise the cost even more. And I don't think there's any incentive for electricity companies to do that when they can simply turn to other alternatives that are simpler and cheaper. Uh, what about China? You said coal consumption was down. Even there, I mean, it seems they're putting yeah, the power Chinese, plants on every day. Well, but not. I mean, the Chinese have just canceled plans to build 500 coal-fired power plants. The thing you have to remember about China is it's not just climate change. I mean, China now has horrendous air pollution yeah. problems in all of its cities. Yeah, it's very obvious to them. Coal. Mm-hmm. And, and this is a political... I mean, China may be a dictatorship, but you cannot tick off the middle class on a regular basis and expect to survive. So this has become a big political issue in China. So the Chinese are going hell-bent for leather on wind and solar and renewables and gradually shutting down existing coal-fired plants and not licensing new ones. So, and, and they're closing coal mines. So, so China, it's, it, China passed peak coal use two years ago. So it now uses mm. less coal than it did two or three years ago, and it's going down every year rather than going up. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.